So Raji, how are you doing? Before I answer that question, Giri, have you already started recording? Uh, honestly, yes, I have started recording. Thank you for that because I was completely surprised last week. We started with a blooper and you had promised that you will be editing it out, but you never did. I wonder why though. There wasn't much time. I may have forgotten to edit that part on purpose. Anyway, time to start then. Hi, hello, namaste. Welcome to Philo Peeps, a platform where we talk about life, joys and challenges. Amongst many other things, Kiri. We had a very good interaction, the listeners, and as we did have a good amount of interaction in the last week on the social media. Uh, if you remember, we had uh, rolled out a poll asking what is the fantasy self of our listeners. We had received some very interesting answers there for our poll and the top most Uh, was the fitness so many of our listeners also think that they are fitness freaks they uh, hold a lot of fitness stuffs like a treadmill or a dumbbell or many other things thinking that they will start working out someday or a monday and that keeps moving on forever and ever they keep postponing what could be the second most relatable fantasy self of our listeners I had predicted it might be something along the lines of people wishing to become an astronaut or maybe a doctor. That's not something their fantasy self as an adult, but probably yeah, they might have thought about it as a child. So giving the answer here again was uh the most relatable for both of us, the book reading. And the third, I would say a DIY. Have you heard of that term, Giri? DIY? Do it yourself. right so many could relate to that as well because uh, th- this was a very broad category as in there are few who would love to do some knitting or embroidery or crochet and uh, there were many like me who also wanted to make their own personal care products so they do buy a lot of uh, ingredients and but they land up not making anything and it it's just convenient now with the click of a button to do some online shopping and and i think the last or a miscellaneous category would be travel uh, many do think that they would la- love to travel but that may not be their true passion this also might have been the reason because i think with the social media we do see a lot of posts about a digital nomad and people traveling everywhere although not currently but yes um, travel is one of the most sought after fantasy there's a uh, painting which is also part of like a diy and there's fashion uh, which was also interesting because um, many a times we see something on a model uh, on an online shopping platform or a tv ad or whatever it could be so we like the product but we are not really sure if it will look good we land up buying maybe it's not comfortable maybe it doesn't suit our body type shape so we land up not wearing it being a fashionable self is also one of the fantasy self and i think one of the very interesting not very common answer was parenting how can parenting be a fantasy i think uh, parenting is a reality for most of us now however uh, we have all at some point uh, have been or still currently our uh, child to our own parents irrespective of our age we still remain a child to our parent when i was a child personally seeing my 
parents parenting style i had a certain thought in my head that i will be this kind of a parent or i may not be this kind of a parent when i have my own child so we have probably grown up with our own fantasy self as a parent with the as millennials uh, i think we tend to have a lot of fluff in our head we are usually blamed for that as well because uh, there could be many a times just a lot of talking and thinking than action so we can think all you want but if you don't put those words into action uh, it doesn't make sense what do you think our upbringing might have been you, because you touched upon how you were brought up did you see a style or maybe a pattern or a certain way of uh, parenting yeah definitely i think um, the most common thing uh, which our generation might have seen is a rigid or a strict style of parenting it also has a term authoritarian style of parenting or more of discipline so i would if i have some question to my parents um, they would answer but i think most of the time the answer would be because i am asking you to do it do you relate to that giri so it's more like there is a chain of command you have to follow the chain of command certain steps right. involved before you get the approval uh, right. and getting the approval was a bit of a difficulty coming from a middle class background so as children i think we were told what to do but i think with time we may have to evolve right so i don't know if it still works in this day and age this style of parenting for mm. sure in some countries you can end up in trouble uh, if you are a disciplinarian uh, parent i think we received a few beatings when we were children uh, i'm yeah. proud to say that i think we were probably the last generation <laughs> who uh, wore some marks the next generation our children i think they're going to miss out on this also i think this somewhere uh, the way we were brought up has had some kind of influence in our own parenting style mm-hmm. so now how we deal with our children has completely changed i would say i wouldn't really call it as evolved although it would be a nicer term to use that maybe we have evolved in our thinking as parenting but it's not all that rosy or fancy i would say because uh, there are many of us who might have actually gone into the other extreme of this disciplinarian parenting mm-hmm. and that extreme would be an indulgent parenting or permissive parenting is what it is termed as there uh, the parents are usually happy go lucky kind of and they can be very undemanding the child is the one who's leading the show there and we tend to see that as love as in it's okay to allow the child to make decisions to explore to make mistakes and probably to learn uh, but this can tip off to the other extreme like i said where where the child could be happy but sometimes they may show a low level of self control and self reliance as in these children brought up in this kind of parenting may not have accountability because they think it's all okay so uh, probably i'm interested in learning music today i start and my parents don't say anything to me that's fine but uh, within a week i say i'm not really interested so is that really justified has this child given it a good amount of time and trial to understand whether they really like it or not i think that's another extreme of the parenting style where mm-hmm. the parent is okay with anything 
there are certain benefits because i think the children can explore a lot more mm-hmm. so they can explore their own limits and they can find their own limits as well but in doing so they might cause some harm to themselves so mm-hmm. there is no protective net into which they fall in should something go wrong so i think the the protection the sense of protection is not there uh, for those children at least it's not so apparent anyway thankfully there is a much more balanced style of parenting as well which is in between this authoritarian and the permissive style there is uh, something which is the right amount of uh, discipline and also the right amount of freedom that is given to a child by the parent this also has a term it's called authoritative parenting although it sounds like there is still some authority yes because there is uh, there is control and uh, support both like you said that support net which may be missing in the case of a permissive parenting or the control which may be too much in the authoritarian here in the authoritative parenting there is balance among these two so the boundaries are set and still within the boundaries the child is allowed to explore the child is still allowed to fail learn from their mistakes but definitely there is accountability in this kind of parenting so if it's the same example of music if a child has picked out of its own interest then probably the parent defines a set amount of time that maybe uh, the trial has to go at least for a month or say 2 months and then probably give up when the child has uh, good enough reasons for that the good part of this parenting is there is mutual respect uh, respect is something which may be lacking at times because um personally i have seen and also i have been there as well where i may be just treating my son as a small child who doesn't know anything but i also forget that he is a human being he may be just younger in age smaller physically but that doesn't mean he doesn't have his own emotions he has come with his own set of emotions he is predestined to be a type of human being already and all that i can do is to nurture that in the right way by still providing the supporting net what i can also say or what i can add to that is children in general are irrational so even though they are humans they are in a certain stage of development physically as well as mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. they have erratic behavior and that is normal with children so we have to identify that some of the things the children do is irrational and some of them might be coming of age for them you know they might have learned something by looking around by observing things or from school so we have to give them the benefit of doubt saying if they like something today mm-hmm. it may also be that tomorrow they might not like it but a week later it might come back to them so if a child expresses interest to a certain degree that he or she really wants it the parent needs to support it of course at the same time the i think the parent also needs to follow up with the child saying you have committed to this you need to work on this because you liked it so we are supporting you in fact trying to encourage or you know motivate the child to pick up something you know if then the parents need to you know support the child so that you know with some push in a few weeks or in a few months the child is then on his or her own the additional motivation is no longer required i think this is also important to realize that you know by being a balanced parent it doesn't mean that you cannot ask a child to do something you can still ask a child to do something providing there is a prior agreement so it's just like dealing with an adult in mm-hmm. in a in a business environment so you have a colleague you have certain tasks that you share with that colleague 
and you have certain responsibilities so you talk to each other and then you come to a decision saying i'm going to do this i'm going to do that it's the same with the child so you have to treat the child like an adult of course expecting that there will be some sort of irrational behavior in the middle so it's it's all part of growing up we were all irrational when we were growing up and just because we became adults it doesn't mean that we didn't experience a certain uh, phase in life where we sort of did things which were questionable you look back <laughs> Mm-hmm. but i think it's important to find the right balance and authoritative parenting is probably more common in the western world yeah there are few who continue to have this irrational pattern even when they become a parent and uh, probably don't really care much uh, i wouldn't really be judgmental here but still this is one of the style of parenting which is called the uninvolved or neglectful parent uh, it's it's quite interesting when i read more about this neglectful parenting as well here uh, the parent is not either usually physically available or even emotionally available because this these are two very different things i would say many of us may be physically available but emotionally how available are we to our children but again that doesn't mean that we have to be this perfect parent all the time but still we have to be very um conscious about not being available so if this becomes a pattern probably the child picks it up as okay mom or dad is not available whenever i want them so what is the point of even going and trying to tell something uh, when they're never available so i think that also could lead to certain behavioral development in the child they may show some um, poor academic performance or they may not really be confident because if the child doesn't feel loved or uh, there is no validation from the parent i think that's that's the primary point where we start seeking validation if we don't feel loved and cared at home we start seeking for it outside of our house and there are very high chances if we don't know to recognize the right kind of people we may get into wrong influence and i think this neglectful parenting might also be a result of mm-hmm. circumstances right so a couple may be separating or they may be getting divorced and the children will have you know to split time between either of the parent or have another parent you know like a stepfather or a stepmother and mm-hmm. the emotional attachment may not come so naturally so i think it is very important on such occasions to provide the right kind of environment for the child make it more progressive it should not be looked upon as a bad thing that parents mm-hmm. have separated um so if that child is provided enough care and attention it's not impossible for that child to develop properly and you know become a normal adult define normal anyway <laughs> but if the child walks down the wrong track he or she might develop antisocial behavior he might have like you said bad academic performance mm-hmm. and i think the psychological and the emotional health will be affected those kids when they become teenagers or young adults they might even indulge in substance abuse and all that kind of things which is something we don't want to see so i think this is the least desirable way of parenting style but don't you think with uh, so many different styles of parenting and when we ourselves are discussing so much somewhere it makes me anxious as a parent because Uh, isn't isn't this too much of a responsibility on a parent as such to find out or figure out what kind of a parenting style is suitable for me and my child um because i think i just read somewhere on social media i guess uh, how difficult or easy was it for parents in 80s versus now 
consider as a parent you'll have to think if the food that you're providing is organically grown pesticide free and is the air pure enough do you have the right kind of diffusers at home are they playing with the right type of friends do you have enough toys which are age appropriate uh, are you stimulating them too much how much of screen time is enough or uh, what kind of um, thoughts are they having are they feeling lonely should you have one child if you choose to have multiple children what should be the age difference in between them what is too much or too little what kind of vaccination is safe or not safe there are so many things if i stop there and not get into the school and the college part and the friends they have whereas in 80s comparison there was okay uh, if i know that my child is um, love have uh, had food to eat clothes to wear and a basic decent education that they are getting that was considered more than enough so are we as millennials or the upcoming generations as parents are we having too much of pressure on ourselves or are we inducing pressure on ourselves what style do you think is the best suited here definitely not i don't think there is one size fits all formula applicable here and you touched upon several things there i think we can do many more episodes <laughs> on so many different topics but very quickly we have forgotten to live instinctively in my opinion i think we have we have tried to think too much mm-hmm. out of everything and we try to seek a rational explanation behind everything that happens around us we just don't accept things the way they are is easy for me to say but one of the things that's vital to our well-being So if we have the acceptance that you know you can have a day like this or you can have a bad day a child who has had a bad day a child who has not secured enough marks in in his school exams that is all fine with that will come a change in mindset which will be more progressive and you know in this competitive world there is a rat race so there is additional pressure on everybody uh, to be ahead of the game and in doing so i think we are forgetting the whole point of being alive on this planet to sum it up there is no best approach it depends on the situation circumstances the parents own uh, upbringing and the social status will all contribute several different factors anyway it's time for a subhashita popular one i think this is from chanakya niti if i am not wrong lalayet panchavarshani dashavarshani tadayet praptetu shodashe varshe putram mitravadacharet you know the explanation for this I think most of us have come across this subhashita at one or the other point in time in our life. So it means uh, one should nurture a child with love and utmost care during the initial 5 years, followed by maintaining strict discipline during the next 10 years. After the child reaches 16th year of his or her age, he or she should be treated like a friend. So it is depending on age. I think this is timeless if you ask me this applies to this day and age in fact it's a very loose formula you just have to follow this and do the best you can so don't put additional pressure on yourself as being a parent agreed so that was quite an interesting discussion so dear listeners what do you think about parenting yourself and what style of parenting would you advocate we would really like to hear from you feel free to reach out to us uh, you can do that by any of the following ways you can use the message button on our anchor page to record your feedback in an audio format and we can include that directly in our podcast episode of course only with your permission i think that's a very cool feature that anchor offers we are also of course on uh, social media platforms like instagram facebook uh, and twitter 
and you can find the links for all these in the episode description of course you can also write to us by email our email address is philopeeps at gmail.com and by the way if you are interested in joining us as a guest speaker in one of our episodes do let us know a wise lady once said my tv came with a user manual i wish parenting did too so when you buy an electronic device like a television you get a user manual right do you read a user manual every single time you're operating it or before you operate it i choose not to answer that question giri <laughs> on that note it's time to end this episode thanks for being with us see you next time take care bye 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 bye